Hey guys, this is Sunny. And this is Sophie. And we are the Senior Year Podcast. How do you feel, Sunny? It's been a minute, hasn't it? Mm, definitely. Like, we haven't been working on our podcast lately because you know why. We were working on our, on our E, right? Right. And like everything else that we have to do for school. So mm, it's been a crazy week. Yeah, it really has been. Other than that, I guess we kind of just came here today because we wanted to talk about something else that I don't think we've mentioned before in our podcast, which is um, like social image, you know, how, Mm -hmm. what does it mean for teenagers or for anyone to be accepted into society? When I ask that question, what kind of comes to your mind? So the first thing that comes out in my mind when I hear that is i guess sexuality talking about a specific case i have a friend who he considers himself as gay right but then the fact that he came out from the closet it just made his life so difficult his classmates were making fun of him like his family was not accepting him as who he is and Mm -hmm. those like complicated issues just you know buried buried him down i know the media like the society in general are trying to be you know more open Mm -hmm. in terms of sexuality and i can clearly see that nowadays like Mm -hmm. i feel like they're being more open and more accepting but at the same time i feel like that's not like it's still not enough Yeah, I guess it's a good example of, like, the people that aren't really accepted by society is through their sexuality, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think there's a lot of work to be done in that sense. Right. On the other hand, when I think, what does it mean to be accepted by society? I begin to think about people's personalities, you know? Mm -hmm. Even I think when, like, stereotypically, you know, someone who's gay might be, might have the stereotype of being, like, flamboyant. Right. You know? Mm Mm-hmm. Like kind of over the top and like slightly feminine, you know. Mm-hmm. But then beside that, I also think of personality in the way that, you know, because I'm a teenage girl, I know that a lot of teenage girls other than me sometimes feel very insecure because they don't think that their like body standards or anything like that mm-hmm. fit the norms. Then again, it's not even that too, because I think personality wise, I just think that there's certain behaviors that people look out for. Like someone shouldn't be super wild, Mm. maybe in class or something like that. Mm -hmm. And then something else I've been thinking about too is maybe some people's authenticity, you know? Right. Nowadays, I feel like society kind of wants, the people who lead society are the ones who are authentic. The ones who are, like, vulnerable and have a story to share and, like, aren't afraid to share their feelings, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And that are original, right? Mm, I guess. I mean, that's just what I think about it. Yeah. I don't know. That's my first thought. Mm -hmm. Like, one thing stood out of me was Mm -hmm. authenticity. What fascinates me a lot is that I feel like, I don't know if it still applies to, you know, nowadays, but when I was in middle school, you know, like those pretty girls, like those pretty famous girls. Yeah, like Madison Beer. Right. Yeah. Something like that. The entire school Mm -hmm. said that, oh, yeah, she's so fake. Oh, my gosh. She's so. Really? Yeah. I'm like, 
whoa, like, do you even know her? Because as I said, <laughs> when I was in middle school, I went to yeah. a public school and mm-hmm. there were like 1,000 people in one grade, actually. So it's kind of impossible to know everyone in that grade. But then what just mm-hmm. surprises me was literally everyone was saying the same thing she's fake because of that it just made me question what defines Mm -hmm. like what defines being authentic i think that is actually a really good question because it it, i feel like we kind of run into the situation where a lot of people want to be those instagram models for example Mm -hmm. or just famous people that like get a lot of subscribers on youtube or something like that right right but then when you get to that level of fame people will call you fake or like i don't know like another person that comes to mind is emma chamberlain she's a person who became famous for her authenticity and originality but then as she became more famous i think people started hating on her because well i don't really know what it is like maybe it's i feel like maybe it's also insecurity it's also gonna say that sometimes when talking about like society i feel like performative authenticity would be a thing too like Mm. people that pretend like they're being real Mm. but really aren't well, first of all, like, I feel like being authentic, it's, it's just too complex to define. Do you want to elaborate on that? Yeah. Again, authentic- when someone's authentic, like, what do you think? Would you consider yourself authentic? Oof, that's, that's a bit of a hard question. I mean, in my personal opinion, you know, when I see myself through the mirror, I feel like I'm pretty mm-hmm. authentic. I wouldn't say I'm 100% authentic to everyone but right i would consider myself as pretty authentic <laughs> what about you <laughs> i feel like this is kind of a hard question because mm-hmm. i would like to say yes i mean partially i also think i'm okay i don't know how to say this without fitting into the stereotype like that i'm not like the other girl stereotype mm-hmm. but so many times i feel like i just do things differently than other people and that just might, might be my like ego Mm. you know kind of speaking out Mm -hmm. but in that sense i feel like i am being authentic but i don't really know so i guess you're being original i think so Mm. interesting i don't really like my answer though to be honest i feel like it 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 wasn't authentic (laughs) no actually though like i i don't really know Mm. but that also wants me to ask you in return do you feel accepted by society? To be honest, hmm. I feel like I'm accepted to my friends, obviously, and teachers, my classmates. In that sense, I feel like I'm accepted. Mm-hmm. But then, I don't know, I feel like when it comes to family, I don't think I'm really that accepted. Like, I'm not right. saying like, oh, like experiencing domestic violence or something. No, it's not like that. It's just... <laughs> I guess it's mainly because of the influence from my sister. I don't want to like brag about this, but my sister was hella smart. <laughs> like <laughs> she was, yeah. yeah, she'd graduated as a valedictorian in her high school wow. year. And again, she also graduated as a valedictorian in her college year. So no way, actually. Yeah. Wow, that's kind of crazy. I know. So you know, like, my family always call her, like, the smart one. And right. I'm just the one. Like, I'm just the lazy one in the family. 
Wow, that's kind of hard. Yeah. To go through. I mean, I'm used to it, so. I'm like, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, don't give me like those comments, like, because it's just like whenever they say it, I'll be like, nah, whatever. I just yeah, get that yeah, attitude. So yeah, like you kind of came like tough, mm-hmm. you know. Like it doesn't let. It, I guess you just don't let that define you, right? I try yeah. my best to not, you mm-hmm. know, just my parents define me who I am. I I don't want that to happen, but right. And yeah, again, like I try so hard to avoid that. Mm-hmm. I guess like I try to rebel against them. Sometimes it's just so hard to just constantly rebel against them. If you understand what I'm saying. Yeah, I think I do. Mm. Um, also, I feel like at this age too, especially with our last year again of high school and everything, right. um, we had to really kind of discover who we are in order to make the next step. And sometimes I kind of feel like no one has that figured out. Like even parents, like they don't even know who they are sometimes. Right. It's weird because we live up to other people's expectations. Mm-hmm. And that's where it's like, I can't let anyone else define myself because being truthful if my parents don't know who they are, who are they to tell me who I am, you know? Right. Definitely. Something I learned is, like, whenever someone, like, insults you or makes you feel bad, they're just projecting, like, their own insecurities. Mm-hmm. Everyone is trying to heal their own trauma or repeating trauma that they gain from their parents, for example. <laughs> Not trying to bash on parents. <laughs> <laughs> It's just like, I feel like people have also the responsibility to be nice people. And when they're being mad or rude or like not accepting, it's it's only up to you. You know what I mean? You're the only person that can kind of accept yourself, I feel like. Right. An interesting point that you made is people living for other people's standards, expectation. I feel like that really applies a lot to high schoolers in general yeah for sure right because especially like we're in a state where we have to decide our future parents friends teachers like and so on they obviously influence our decision and i feel like when they influence too much like i feel like you're just living in their social standards not social standards their standards Yeah, like kind of living for someone else. And it's like, it becomes, I think this, um, like the line in between a parent trying to raise you because like they learn stuff from their experience. Mm -hmm. And then the other side, which is they're like living through you maybe because they didn't get the chance to do some of that stuff. You know, like that line becomes blurred. Mm -hmm. Um, To take the conversation kind of to like another part. (laughs) Sorry. Um, (laughs) Uh, to take the conversation kind of like to another part here, um, I was thinking about this the other day about how, you know, society has a lot of like normalization, I think, of whether it be anxiety or depression nowadays. And sometimes I go back to thinking about like, what would it be like if we were in a world war or something like that? Like, mm. I wonder if kids or like teenagers would have more value for themselves because they would have like this idea of like they're contributing something to society and like Mm -hmm. nowadays just living isn't enough it's I have to fit these categories in school like I have to pass these classes and I have to go to college and it's like 
Mm. You know, there's no one telling us that just living our lives is valuable. Yeah, I get your point. Because using the example of World War One, Two, you know, their main focus was to survive. Right. Right. Like, what are we going to eat right now? Like, tonight? Can we make mm-hmm. it to, I don't know, until this war ends? Like, those, yeah. like, survival questions, it's, it's exactly. their only main focus. But then, these days, as you said, we're just trying to fit that standard again. Like, oh, can we pass the IB or even the AP? Oh, can we get into that college or this college? What what are my safeties? And, like, those, like... yeah questions about college grades life job man it's just insane makes me want to analyze the state of the world today too because with the quarantine like i think there was maybe one or two months when everyone was kind of taking it seriously and we had that sort of bond Mm -hmm. as a world even where we were all like you know what just staying inside and like doing doing the bare minimum of staying inside was like we're saving lives mm-hmm. um, and I don't know if you felt that but I kind of felt that like you know what I mean like I'm kind of like fulfilling this like this duty I don't know that's like greater than me mm. yeah I agree with you because that's how I exactly felt in I guess, like, the first mm-hmm. month of quarantine. Because, you know, people say, oh, don't go out or or else you're going to risk someone's pe- someone's life. These days now, I think everybody got tired of quarantine. So they're like, nah, whatever. I'm just going to go out, party with people. True. And-, mm-hmm. and there's, like, a lot of unrest, too. Mm. Like, especially in Argentina. Um, I know because of, like, the economic situation and... Of course, because of quarantine, like, people have been out of jobs. The question of, like, unemployment and also the fear of, like, getting robbed gets increased so much, you know? Right. I feel like 2020 is one of those years where we kind of have to question everything. I have a question for you. Yeah. And possibly to the audience. Do you think, like, the quarantine impacted our viewpoint to the world? Again, going back to, like, our original question, like, what is it to be accepted to the world? Then do you think quarantine changed that standard or it just stayed the same? I think quarantine has changed the standard of us thinking of, like, kind of where we are in life. Um, I don't know if that answered your question, <laughs> like it did it's just i guess you didn't mm-hmm. give any like specific examples right i think it's like okay so one thing too that this kind of makes me think of is um that i think there's like this study done by this guy of like he was a historian right looking at like native american tribes mm-hmm. in the united states and how oftentimes settlers back then would um some of them would actually go live with the tribes or like the Amish nowadays. Mm. Do you know who the Amish are? Mm, Not really. Don't call me ignorant, please. (laughs) No, no, you're not ignorant. Um, It's always good to ask questions about things you don't know. Right. But um, the Amish are like a group in um, 
they're a religious group of people, if I'm not wrong, in like the United States and like the Northeast, that they don't really use electricity. Um, they wear like kind of like conservative clothing and they're like super nice people, supposedly. Mm-hmm. Um, like they kind of live like it would be back in like the 1800s. Like I don't think they even use like cars or like. Oh, wow. You know, like lamps you know what i mean that sort of stuff okay but i was gonna say how like there's actually like a group of like maybe it's psychology that studies these kind of people and Mm -hmm. determines their like happiness levels and they found that because humans are sort of like hardwired you know what i mean to live in groups of people that's like like a community you Mm -hmm. know the people in those regions live much more fulfilling lives and if we feel like we're contributing to like the food production of a society or healing other people or you know like producing a building or something like that right like shelter food our survival needs that we're happier people and Mm. so like kind of making the connection to today with quarantine i think for a little bit we all had this kind of unity that we were contributing to our livelihood. Oh, that's interesting. To be honest, I don't know. I feel like I agree with that. I think like the first three months, I mean, actually, no, like two months, I guess, of quarantine, I was like dying. I was, oh, when is this ending? I can't do this anymore. Same. But then when I think about it right now, I -hmm. feel like I actually enjoyed my life during quarantine. I mean, obviously, it's very sad that I can't see my friends, people, but it was a moment for me to, you know, reconsider my values, I guess, truly focus on myself rather than others, the society. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I yeah, really like that research. Yeah, and then kind of like connecting back, connecting all of this back to like the original question is, Maybe the way that we feel accepted, which is kind of like the way that we feel accepted by ourselves, is by proving that we have some sort of value. Mm. And oftentimes we have value in our existence, which is like like the key point in all of this is that a lot of people forget that we have value in just living, you know, mm. and being there maybe for our families, for our neighbors. I think it takes a lot. And Again, like, without the pandemic and everything, just talking, like, on a superficial level, I think I've noticed that when someone has a lot of valuable qualities, like, let's say they're humorous or they're really nice and or, like, smart, you know what I mean? That's how people become accepted. We're going to take a short break right now to listen to one of our listener messages live on air. If you want to leave us one, go to our Instagram page at the Senior Year Podcast and look at the link that is left on our story highlights. Why do you guys speak like you have different friends when you're in the same friend group? Like, why do you guys do like, well, my friend, like, you guys have the same friends. What are you talking about? So that was our comment that we got from one of our listeners. So what do you think about it? Um... I think it was an interesting comment to make. (laughs) 
but to answer to answer the listener's question is that sometimes when we're talking about someone i think it is the same friend but then there's other times when like it isn't right um yeah i don't really know what else to say but yeah i mean for me <laughs> i'm actually talking about a different friend like friends that are in korea friends that are in different mm-hmm. countries in fact yeah. i don't think i've ever mentioned about like our friend group well that's my mm-hmm. personal opinion yeah i mean like sometimes when i think i say things that like other people think it comes from people that we know or yeah just people that i know personally mm-hmm. but i don't know maybe it also sounds that way because a lot of the stuff that we talk about is like pretty broad right for like a lot of people a lot of people feel i think so Mm -hmm. yeah i agree i agree yeah well i hope that answers the the audience members question and if anyone else has any other questions or messages you're free to leave them definitely so sunny i think that what we talked about today in our episode um was pretty interesting like we hit a lot of points about society, you know, mm-hmm. um, quarantine and pandemic, which honestly, it's a topic that comes a lot in our podcast, but it's because we're living this life. You right. Know? And I think it's kind of good that we touch upon also like our value and kind of this seemed like a very casual conversation that we wanted to have today. Mm, but- definitely. Like one thing to mention, like I really loved our conversation today. It was very casual as what we intended. And I guess um, a closing message that I would like to leave for our listeners is that we do have requests from some of you uh, to feature on our episodes in the future. And we just want to let you guys know that we thank you for being patient. And we also just, again, we just want to make this really fun for everyone and inclusive. So if you want to be featured on this, you're totally welcome to. You guys are always welcomed. This was Sunny Park. And Sophia Barreto. And this is the Senior Year Podcast. Thank you for tuning in.